This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome. Ho, 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 ho. ho, ho. Merry, merry Winter's Vale. Yeah. Um, happy holidays. Yeah. Um, happy Hanukkah. Festivus that, for one? the rest of us. You guys get Sein- you a little uh, Seinfeld over there. We have the Festivus tradition from Seinfeld. No. Oh, you no. Don't, don't know about that, do you? No. I, I, I've seen Seinfeld. Have well, I not seen this? If you haven't, it's unfortunate because this may be one of the better things they ever did. It's uh, George oh, Costanza's shit. dad. Uh, he celebrated okay. something called Festivus, and he would mark that holiday by having a Festivus pole. It was just a simple silver pole that everyone pole. would gather around. Yeah, <laughs> And then everybody would air. They would have the airing of the grievances where they would just complain mm-hmm. about each other. And then. And that's all fair game on Festivus. Oh, yeah. yeah? All fair on Festivus. Yeah. So it's Festivus for the rest Sweet. of us. And uh, though we don't celebrate that directly, we do honor it here in the States. Uh, but yeah, it's, a, it's a, you know, it's Christmas. It's like a great that. time of year, man. We get like a couple days is all. And then bam, you're in Christmas. Are you excited? I am on the edge of excitement. I don't want to be excited just yet. And no. I'll tell you, tell you why. What worries me right. is, is, is making Christmas a disappointment. Oh. Okay. Okay. So I need to, I need to ramp up. It needs to crescendo. Um, we're recording this on Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. Um, so this is the 23rd and that means I'm kind of, I'd say I'm like kind of 40% excited, mm. uh, Christmas Eve. Mm. I'm going to ramp that up to 80%. You don't think you Christmas get, you're Day, not going to get to a full I'm, 100 or, or I'm going full hundred. Oh, wow. All right. How are you going to accomplish even that? 101. How do you do that? Um, that involves, um, making sure that I'm living life to the Christmas max. So I need to be eating just every form of of salted meat there is mm. um i need to just consume food at all times yeah um i need to have uh an excessive amount of alcohol um whilst at the same time uh finding probably around about kind of two maybe three p.m a kind of uh, a 30 45 minute block to just have a nap oh uh, that's just, good just that's really... a good thing to plan for i like that I, exactly and that and then i i i'll probably have like a an HD video of a roaring fire playing yeah. on my phone or TV. Yeah. Um, and that, I think, should set the mood quite nicely. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping for all those things. Yeah. That being said, this is my first Christmas with my lovely daughter. Yeah. Um, and so I don't imagine much, if anything's going to go to plan mm. because since she's come along, it doesn't go to plan. Well, plus I have a plan, but yeah. she has a different plan. Well, plus, plus her, her experience is going to be primarily based on colors that she's perceiving that are that are bright and crazy and interesting and flashing lights yeah. and, you know that's going to be her take on christmas for her first year exactly i think the the the, the weird thing is that she's she's coming up on a year she's not gonna be a year old yeah so i don't think christmas is going to be that exciting for her yeah. i've seen like one year old two-year-old babies opening presents for example they don't really care that much mm-hmm. maybe the paper's quite exciting mm-hmm. if you can get them to understand that they're meant to kind of rip it off mm-hmm. um but I am looking forward to kind of Christmas kind of two, three years in. Oh, I think yeah. that that's, that's where it, hopefully it takes off and you live vicariously through your children. Yeah, when they start and believing the uh, the Santa lie, things get real interesting whoa, after that. Whoa, yeah. whoa, yeah. whoa. Oh, wait, you've not I been not told. have language like that on this show. <laughs> I understand that in certain families, 
that Santa can't make it out or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, to make the logistics easier, mm-hmm. certain other members of those families step in. Yeah. But I don't think you can you can talk a broad brushstrokes there. Mm. Santa's very, very busy, but I mean, I don't know if you've looked around recently. It seems like a lot of people are still, you know, still expecting a visit from him. Are you gonna so, are you gonna spend any time with your parents this holiday? Because you may want to ask them. You may want you may want to ask am. them what's going on with the Santa thing. Just to, you know. Well, it's, it's weird actually because I think you've got it. They must you must have to like update your address or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I've been in my house now for two years, yeah. and for the past two years I haven't had Santa come, and that's been a bit weird. And then I'll go around to my parents' house, and then there'll be a stocking there, and he would have gone there. And so I don't know if I need to like you know update the post office or like the tax man. I don't know where he gets his records from. Um, I don't want to go into the phone book. I want to stay X directory. I want to be, you know, exclusive and elite, but I still want Santa to know where to go. Yeah. So I, if anyone listening knows how to do that, let me know <laughs> because I would appreciate not having to wait until I go around my parents after Christmas to, to find it. Sometimes we want your help, not the other sometimes, way around. Sometimes. Sometimes. But, uh, sometimes. And one of the ways you can do that yeah. is over at patreon.com slash hyperhelp. <laughs> I was waiting for it. It's a sweet segue. You can't, you can't let me alley-oop like that. Um, <laughs> so we're actually below our goal yeah. at the moment, yep. but it's Christmas. So uh, in the spirit of giving, we're putting this one out. That's right. Uh, and thank you to everyone who, who is supporting us. It really does make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we can get back up to that 500. We're not far off it. No, 60 we're, bucks we're almost the there. We're almost there. Almost there. Yeah. Almost there. Christmas um, is a, t- a weird time of year. You know, people have fine, people have things like in your land, in your world over there, you got something called Boxing Day. Can you explain that to me? Yeah. What the hell is that? So it was, uh, it was first, back in the day, there was uh, like a heavyweight boxer <laughs> by the name of uh, Nick Claus. Okay, Nick Claus. You might know him as Saint Nick uh-huh. or Santa Claus. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, we celebrate his championship reign undefeated on boxing day yeah. um so uh <laughs> the way we celebrate that now is is by um what he would do because he'd only wear just the the traditional shorts mm-hmm. in the boxing ring mm-hmm. um whereas you know from his normal uh out- holiday outfit santa would wear yeah. and so people would say he's 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 got half off um and so we'd have these big sales these big sales <laughs> where everyone you know s- slashes prices yeah. uh by you know up to 50 percent, sometimes more mm. um in honor of the disrobing of santa to his uh to his shorts this sounds legit it mm. sounds like exactly exactly the truth and exactly what boxing day is so but you know gonna... do you want to know why it actually is because it's actually darker than that is it so basically it's when the servants or like the tradesmen amongst the house mm-hmm. would get their presents mm-hmm. So their their employers, um, we would give them a Christmas box. Mm. So it'd be like a shoebox filled with stuff. Now I don't know why is after Christmas. I don't know if that's like a sort of like you know. Oh, I, I don't really want any of these socks that I've got of my auntie. I'll tell you what. I'll give them to 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 Jacobs. He always likes some good socks. So yeah. there we go. There we go. He's always <laughs> washing mine. Jacob, <laughs> open your Christmas box or something like that. So I hope. I hope it's uh, it's there, but some people some people see it as meant to be like a charitable day. Yeah. But I'm sure it's a bit like Black Friday in that it's just about shopping now. Mm. It's just we're big consumer whores. We just want to shop some more. I think Black Friday has always sort of been about that. I think 
I don't you know. think what even like when the first time it ever happened, it was always about that. Um, I can't remember. I looked it up, but there was some history about how well it's always been tied to to spending on that day, but yeah. it wasn't as big a deal then. No, I remember we chatted about it on on a show. Yeah, maybe we talked about it here. I can't or maybe remember it, was it. The instance or but, something, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is Who we knows? got two calls here. One of them is about Korean stuff, and one's about tea. So, so you can't get much more festive than that. Well, so I agree. I hope everyone appreciates the effort we've gone through to to really drum up a uh, of the season yeah. uh, hypothetical For help. For sure. Let's so, let's help the Korean first because helping a Korean seems like a Christmas miracle. So here, it does, doesn't here, it? Here you go. Hi, Scott and Turfster. So I'm a 16-year-old junior in high school. And as a junior, I know that I have my first prom this year. And there's a few problems with that. First of all, I am rather socially awkward and tend not to really like parties, so I'm not sure if I, you know, have to go or not. I, I know I'm supposed to go, but I don't know if I should. That's the first problem. Second problem, hypothetically speaking, let's say I have no experience with girls whatsoever. Nothing. Nada. But, yeah. Third of all, uh, I am Korean, which I believe places me lower on the totem pole if you believe in that so yeah i'm eager to hear back from you uh love the work you guys do thank you bye okay, okay. i am very confused why being korean has anything to do what with is the totem, totem pole? pole i don't understand about totem pole yeah I don't, I don't get that i think okay so we need to we need to analyze that first does he feel like straight up discriminated against because he's from Korea. Like girls are. Oh, Korea! Oh, I thought his name was Ian. No, Korean. I he was saying he was Ian. No, he's Korean. Oh, okay. Korean. Korean. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's Korean, like my brother and my two sisters, and okay, you know, the nation of are Korea. They, do they have a totem pole? They don't that I know of. Um, as far as I know, only American Indians have uh, uh, Native Americans have totem poles. Yeah. I think yeah. I don't think that was anywhere else. But if he's saying that he's he's on the bottom of the totem pole in terms of who the girls want to go to a dance with. Oh, right. That, that makes me sad. Uh, I hope not. Right. I wouldn't say so. Well, okay. Sai from Gangnam Style. He's from South Korea. He is. He's, he's one of the most hip guys I've ever encountered. And he ha- is always in his music videos surrounded by beautiful ladies. Yeah. He got it yeah. from his father or his daddy, right? He got it from his really? daddy. Well, that's a song. He has that new song that says... Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I thought you had some Psy trivia. I, guess I was I all excited. A, like, oh, wow. It's amazing. I guess, I, I like guess we know Trump. who the real Psy fan is here. a small loan of 50 women. Uh, <laughs> and uh, But the thing is, had he just invested them normally, he would have ended up with $5 billion. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Korean kind of, to me, seems almost irrelevant. But then I guess to our lovely caller is extremely core and relevant yeah. uh, because... It is the root of the confidence issue. Mm-hmm. He's he's saying, but I'm Korean. As if like, uh, what he should be saying is, but I'm Korean. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It needs to be his thing. He mm. needs to own it. Mm. And he would not like go like super stereotype and just start, you know, offering Korean barbecue uh, to people. <laughs> That's all I know. Um, That's your only exposure to the Korean culture is Korean barbecue? That and they like very fresh food. That's true. E.g. It's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like raptors. Yeah. They're still alive when they start to eat you. Um, <laughs> so I, I think I think what he should be going for is just embracing who he is and just going out there, finding some lovely ladies. Mm-hmm. And I like to, my approach, uh, and this some people frown on this, 
But that's their problem, is the carpet bombing approach when it comes to asking ladies to a dance. Mm. Create a list, much like Santa Claus, like Jolly Saint Nick. Make a list, check it twice, okay? And you're going to put it in order of who's naughty and nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so depending on what you want, if you're looking for someone who's a little bit naughtier, put them up the higher end of the list. You think, oh, they're nice though. Put them down in the list somewhere. It's probably the the bottom. If they're nice, they're more likely to go out with you. If they're naughty, it's more likely to be a memorable prom. Mm. So I would would create your Jolly St. Nick's list of the ladies that you have an interest in. And then I would send them all a group email Keep them all CC'd in, okay, so they can see, hang on, I'm not the only one here who's uh, potentially getting lucky with the Korean barbecue man himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can, you can shoot that off and just say something like, yo, ladies, put a Z on the end, a yeah. Z, yeah, Z. Uh, ladies, um, who want to holler at me at the prom? <laughs> or whatever the kids say these days. Yeah, what do know. they say? They don't say... Who want to holler at me at the prom? I don't think that's what they say. That sounds, I think it sounds pretty eloquent, really. Mm. And I'd say it's not quite Shakespeare, but it's close. Well, what is really? So, yeah, I understand. So I would then do that, send it out. Then you're going to get the replies. Okay, And you want to filter these replies by the yeses and the noes. And the maybes, consider noes, unless you have no yeses, in which case you double down on the maybes. Mm-hmm. So then you have to go back. And then you then you start to tailor your approach. Then you start, you know, making it about them because they have now narrowed the field to the point where before you were asking 15, 20 people, you got three or four yeses back. Now you can start to tailor it. Now you can start being like, oh, yeah, I've always liked the way that you insert character type here. You know, like, oh, I always like the way that you wore those knitted jumpers to school. That's really cool. I'm a big fan of crafty ladies. Uh, maybe you'd like to get crafty with me at prom mm, question mark. Yeah. Uh, and then, then you've, you've built a rapport and that I think is, is, is I'm not saying guaranteed success because there's the variable of the ladies. Yeah. But all I'm saying is if I got an email, it had 50 other guys on there and a lovely Korean lady was saying, Hey, do you want to go to prom with me? I think I'd probably say yes. Yeah, and also I would, it's, I would, why not? I would like to throw out there that some of the most attractive people I've ever seen are from South Korea. I can't speak to the North Koreans because uh, they don't let them out, so we can't really see. No, but uh, they're lovely people. My sister's uh, beautiful. Uh, I knew people growing up that were absolutely wonderful, and like my brother got more got asked out by girls more than I did. He is full blown Korean. My uh, nephew, who is half Caucasian, half Korean is the talk of every girl who meets him. Damn right. Um, I think that he is selling himself short, and I don't mean because he's probably only 5'8", because that's typical of Koreans. I'm saying, <laughs> like, you know, you've got more to offer than you think you do. Exactly. Yeah. You, The cards are in your hands. Mm-hmm. They're not in the deck. Nope. They're in your hands. Yeah, and one of them play, could be play them. legendary. Right? Legendary! <laughs> It'd be beautiful. It'd be beautiful. So I, I like that as an approach. I think, um, you know, it would be better if they had uh, kind of festive names that yeah. you were asking them out just because it would really fit in well with this show. Yeah. So, and it's good. For example, a common lady's name is uh, Noel. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's off of Christmas. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some Noels out there. 
And uh, you could say to her, hey, do you want to come back um, for some uh, Netflix and chi? Mm. And she thinks, chi, what is that? Is that about the, the Chinese power? You say, oh, no, sorry. It's the same as Netflix and chill, but with Noel. Could be kimchi. And, and exactly. And then she'll, she'll like it. It's tailored. It's beautiful. Um, it's the future. Yeah. So I don't know. I think... You, I think you'll, I think you'll do okay. Yeah, I think you're going to be you're fine. Gonna, you're going to be fine. Just you're ask the girl you like, and, if, and you'll be surprised how she reacts. I think you'll be totally. Well, no, no. Again, ask a lot of people though. Don't, don't narrow it down. Well, don't you got to. You can't ask more than one once one says yes, though. Right? Oh no, exactly. But that's the whole point. That's why you make the naughty list. You know, you want to make sure you're asking the right people at the right time. Right, that makes sense. And to me. then, then you're good. Then you're all good. All right. Well, I hope we all helped you out, dude. Good. good luck, man. Koreans are great. I love Koreans. I like Korean food. I like bukogi. He'll know what this is. Bukogi is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's some sort of beef noodley thing. Nice. And uh, a dog. I don't like dog, but I know that dog is a delicacy over there. For dog. Some. Oh, man, yeah. I love dogs. Yeah. Well, dogs are great, but have you eaten a dog? I don't think I could eat a whole dog. Well, <laughs> have you eaten any dog? Like a piece of dog? I don't think so. But again, never say never. All right. I'll try it Unless... once. I've tried, I've tried. I've had squirrel. I've had... Um, a pig's head once, part of it. Um, I had cow's head. I had a tongue from a cow, and I had alligator. So I've had some pretty weird meats inside of my body. <laughs> wow. I didn't think necessarily that that would be what you'd say, but I like it. You're all right with it? Okay. Yeah. Now that it's out there? It. Okay. Yeah. Now that it's out there, we let it go. Uh, second call today. This is about tea. Hey, Scott and Terpster. There's this cafe near my work, and I like to go in there and get this tea. The tea I like is kind of like a strong, dank, green tea. And every time I order it, the barista, she's kind of a hipster-looking girl, she looks me up and down, and she says, Are you sure? It's it's pretty earthy. And I'm just wondering how I can look like... um, like a more portray more of a hardcore uh, tea person that that doesn't get that. Okay, thanks. The land of tea is where you live, so you have to have advice on how a guy can get his dank, thick, rich, stinky oh, tea. So so viscous. It's like it's like crude oil. Mm. I'm just mm. Mm. so earthy. Yeah. I've no thing. I've heard tea described particularly as earthy. Yeah, but I guess. I guess it must be. Isn't that code I for it tastes like dirt? Isn't that what they mean when they say I that? I guess, I guess, but it's meant to be like a pretentious dirt that you're like, mm, oh yes, yes, I I like this dirt. This is good dirt, <laughs> and I think that's okay. I don't you know, like some some people dirt. will enjoy that. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying everyone will, right. but some people will. Right. This guy clearly clearly does. If your if your tea tastes a little soily, that's fine. But how can he? How can he make it clear that he's he's in there for that man? He's in for the hard stuff. He's not some maybe, wiener. Maybe the 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 best way is to kind of embrace it and uh, maybe maybe put dirt on his hands before going in. Mm. So like like he's a landscaper, mm-hmm. like he's out there working the earth. Um, that he you know gets it under his fingernails, really works it in. Maybe when he when he puts his hand down on the counter with you know some dollar dollar bills in tow mm-hmm. um maybe he you know spreads a little bit of dirt around and uh you know they kind of get like oh wow this guy's outdoorsy okay and if you if you maybe you're in a concrete jungle maybe you don't have access to dirt you can actually take 
your old excrement, uh, you can let that dry out and then you can put that under your fingernails as wow. well. Um, and what I'd say is once you've, once you've got that on the, on the go, people start to understand, you know, you mean business. Mm-hmm. You're a tea drinking man. Mm. You ain't there to do nothing but have some nice tea. Mm. And I think it would be quite cool if you're covered in, in dirt for her to be saying like, uh, are you sure this one's quite earthy? And you can just be like, I'm from the earth. And like really gravelly, like maybe smoke cigars. Maybe if you smoke a lot of cigars, you'll uh, you'll kind of understand that gravelly voice. You know, you'll have that down and people will be like, wow, this guy, this guy is, he is of the earth. Mm. He is super, mm. super gravelly. He's not a, uh, clearly he's not a man who wants dainty tea or tea that is, uh, you know, that you would have crumpets or whatever BS you guys do over there with your tea. Crumpets? Yeah. With that, tea? Is well, I have thing? crumpets sometimes for breakfast. It's very nice. What is a crumpet? What's a crumpet? What's a crumpet? Yeah. It's a, um, what would you say? Is a sort of a spongy, doughy, bready. Oh, it's like um, our English muffins, but the they're puffy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. An airy English muffin. Okay. But you have English muffins as well. We just call them muffins, ironically. <laughs> um so I guess if we had if we had some American muffins, we might be like, Ooh, hang on. Mm. We need to uh we need to distinguish and define the difference here. Sounds like but, an yeah, we just, independent yeah, film, we, American muffins. American right. muffin, exactly. Mm-hmm. It sounds like uh uh, a slightly PG-friendly remake of American Pie. Yeah, it sounds all um, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. What does a boob feel like? It feels like an American muffin. Yeah. And then you just walk on on him fondling some some. I some like muffin. it. I'd watch that movie. Uh, and Stifler could still be in it. So here's here's yeah. the here's the uh, <laughs> the other thing about um, uh, tea, generally. I can only drink yeah. one kind of tea. I don't like any of the other kinds. Mm-hmm. I can drink chai tea, and that's it. Okay. And it needs Why to be because it's creamy and kind of has the sugar in it. And like it's not bitter and terrible like all other teas ever. Now, I say that knowing that I probably have not been exposed to too, too many tea types that are super rad. And I'll bet if I went to Bristol, England and, and hooked up with you, you would probably introduce me. Uh, I'm not me. a big tea drinker. Oh, I'm, I thought I, it was I law. Drink, you had to I do drink, it or the council nah, will come by. I drink more coffee than anything else really. Oh. And I think... Um, I don't know, but then you know we have some fantastic, you know, Bristol roasted coffee. Yeah. So if you want to come over here and feel like you're drinking um, of the earth uh, and the area, then you can do that definitely. But I, I, I think um, tea is one of those things that I think a lot of English people get very uh, over the top about. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that kind of dissuades me from doing so uh, is is exactly that. That it's just it's it's too much. It's too it's too it's too mainstream. Mm. I go, I go full hipster in the other direction. Yeah. That all the hipsters now are really enjoying all these resurgent teas and stuff like that. Uh, Lewis at work has a um, a metal silver tea strainer mm. uh, that is then used uh, to put loose tea leaves in, and you know he he he's he's all about the tea. Whereas you know I have a a bean to cup coffee machine, mm-hmm. so I like to have uh, freshly ground coffee. Uh, because I'm super pretentious as well. Mm-hmm. So I think you just have to find your own flavor of pretentiousness mm. and go from there. Well, everyone has it. Like if you, I'm guessing if we went around the world and we picked every country, we could probably say, well, all right, uh, France is real lame about cheese and wine. 
You, mm. you guys are picky about your tea and your, uh, I don't know what else. What else do you have? I don't know. What else. Biscuits or something, whatever. Probably. Yeah. Probably Those just are, stuff that you, you just are meant to do properly. Yeah. Uh, Italy, their food or maybe specific foods, their pasta. They're maybe. really about coffee as well in Italy. They, they do some amazing coffee over there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, they, are. I don't they know. are big into you that. Get, That's true. You get, you get all sorts. Isn't the term There's barista, the term barista is an Italian term, isn't it? Yeah. Most coffees are, are Italian uh, by, you know, macchiato, uh, you know, all of, all of those sort of names, latte. Weird. It's all, all Italian. Yeah. Nice job, and guys. And yeah, it's grown in, you know, South America and Africa. Yeah, we uh, like to, well, it just, it's yeah. a grand tr- white man tradition to put all of the uh, less developed countries at the time to work on picking our beans so that we can then make something exactly. nice for ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Been there, done that. That's how we like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was his original question? Oh, how do you become a more hardcore tea person? I think, so I, just... think I think, yeah, I think, again, you need to, you need to represent, you know, project maybe if you had... Um, I'm just trying to think. Maybe if you if you had a waxed mustache, that could help. Yeah. Or maybe if you brought in your own china teacup Whoa. and said, "Oh no, excuse me. Could you could you make sure it's uh, in this? Uh, it's it's pure porcelain china." So that strikes me as very hoity-toity. Neutral. Yeah. Completely neutral. That's the hoity uh, and the toity. Doesn't 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 take anything from the the earthy natural flavors mm. of this tea. All right. Something like that could be. Could be really good. Also, I think I it think, helps to become a... Or just, again, put on a shit English accent, because they probably won't know. <laughs> also, so. just coming, being a regular helps a lot, because if they see you and go, ah, oh, it's, it's old Bill with his regular order of dirty tea, and then... He and, loves that filthy tea. Mm-hmm. Good thing we still make it here at the, you know, yeah, Butter Buns Coffee really Cop shop. pretentious place. Yeah. yeah. Right, so I, think that's, I think that's another thing, is ingratiate yourself to the place you're in so that they are less surprised when you order the worst thing on the menu. Uh, that's going to do it for calls and as always Terpster I mentioned this earlier but I'll say it again patreon.com slash hypo help help us get back up to our goal we basically have an operating goal Uh, imagine uh, you know a company who has a certain level they have to reach in order to make payroll and to get the company going and to have everything run properly that's kind of where we are on the show when we hit that level we stay there and then we're good anything there or above is always good but uh, for whatever reason, we dipped below that. And so uh, we, we need you, man. We need you guys. Step up to the belly to the bar. Help us, Obi-Wan. You're our, our only hope. hope. Oh, quick. It'd be give... really good if uh, Obi-Wan donated. No, it'd be great. But uh, let me ask you this. Uh, since it's all the talk and stuff, can we just get your spoiler-free quick thoughts on what you liked or didn't like about the Star Wars movie? I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I, I saw too. it twice on the same day. Um, I saw it on a Atmos theater in the morning with amazing sound and in 3D. 3D was okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it didn't really add too much to it. But my lord, uh, it's the most Star Warsy Star Wars film there's been since Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's the the frustrating thing about viewing it. You'll find is afterwards you realize, ah, oh, yeah, it's part of a trilogy. Yeah. Um, because you're left wanting more. Well, if they're uh, really if they're right about the schedule, you'll get. Uh, you get Rogue yeah, one, one next December, and then yeah. in May the following year, you're supposed to get Episode Eight. Well, so I can tell you today, at the time of recording, Rogue One is released in 358 days from now, yeah. um, and Star Wars Episode Eight is released in 519 days from now. Right. So um, it sounds like really long, horrid numbers, uh, but yeah, it's the sort of thing where it sets up a beautiful beautiful continuation um that i'd love to i can't wait to i'm so excited yeah it's so exciting to have it back in a way that feels 
right and good. So yes, so uh, so so well done. Yeah. The humor is is perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, gone are the the horrid Jar Jar. You know, kiddie pandering yep. of you know everything feels like it's justified in in being part of that. Um, yeah, I I love it. It's wonderful. I love. It. You're you're you have a baby in a whole new generation of Star Wars love, and that's what we need. I I cannot wait for her to be old enough to appreciate how fantastic Star Wars is. I'll never uh, forget it, when Nick was four; he was sitting next to me watching. Uh, I guess a new Hope, was it? New Hope for the first time. Oh, New Hope! Yeah, oh, right. and we're watching. I made him watch those before he saw the prequels. Yeah. Um, and he was four, so this is like oh four or something. And he says to me, "We're right in the middle of it," and he leans over to me and he goes, "Dad," and I go, "Yeah," and he goes how come that black scary man keeps saying Hoper? And I said, the black scary man? You mean Darth Vader? Yeah, how come he says Hoper? And I said, Hoper? I couldn't figure out what he meant. So the next scene, Vader comes on, and I realize what he's saying is he's copying. He's breathing. He's going, Hoper. <laughs> so you'll have a moment like that that you'll never forget, and you'll tell it all your family uh, get-togethers, and everyone will be sick of you being a dad about it, but it's awesome. So yeah, I'm excited. Kids, Star Wars, make it happen. All right, everybody, patreon.com slash hypo help. Go there, support us. We'd really appreciate it. Hypotheticalhelp.com for all else. If you want to email us your questions, thoughts, or attachments, you can send those <clears throat> to scott at frogpants.com or you can send your voicemails to 801-471-0462 and follow us on Twitter. I'm at Scott Johnson. Terpster's at the underscore T. Thank you, everybody, for That's being where here. where I live. Yeah, always. Have a great always. Christmas. Uh, get us back to the thing, will you? All Please. Right. That's it. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Have a good week. Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Oh. Yeah.